0: Welcome brethren, holy. pages done uh, Rock and roll in the Holy Ghost. heavy drunken glory the last couple nights never experienced anything like it total paralysis for three hours both nights and waking up out of the deepest states of trance of my entire life thank you father for these new levels of weighty drunken glory weighty trance like glory that you get angelic surgery so father help us absorb a greater glory tonight Says, come with me into Zion come with me the song of Solomon says that Jerusalem is the raj- ravishing vision of my ecstasy Come with me into the ravishing vision of divine ecstasy. For all the ears tuning in. Let them be washed with the rivers of Zion. And let them be raptured in ecstasy into the new Jerusalem. The living water carries you into Zion. Don't just be a watcher, be a washer. Jump in the river. This is multimedia interactive. See, in the glory show, everyone participates in the great cloud of cooperative witnessing. This isn't traditional Nicolaitan separation between church and clergy. This is Multimedia Interactive, where the watchers are washers. Mix wine of our hearts together, so we wash all flesh region-wide wherever our bodies are placed as tent pegs of meeting the presence of God over all the cities of the earth. Let every heart be open and add to the canopy of love. Mixed wine is made with our hearts combined in the cup of the Lord. And that's the only thing Father God is ever drinking. Come with me. Father drinks the tent of our meeting. It's the cup of his new covenant. Real easy. Be swept up with the river of life. You're only following God when you come in the river. You're only following Jesus when you're in the river. So you can get over all your fears about man because the river is God. You come in the river be baptized into God and the river washes you up and brings your heart and brain closer to God through your spirit every day 100% of all divine encounters in the last 6,000 years of creation history have come from the river of life usually just sprinkle a sprinkle baptism now you're getting the full submersion the truth is the charismatic church has been a sprinkle you ready for the flood <laughs> Absorption feels amazing. Fire God, right there, River of Fire. Welcome to Ministering Seraphim Fire. Fiery tongue ministry into your lips, into your forehead, into your eyeballs, into your ear gates, into your heart and bowels and bones, head to toes, fire flows. Thank you, Father. Holy, holy, holy. How oh, wild the seraphim show right before the song sings fire. prophesy over all of you a fresh baptism of the fire of God into your foreheads, into your eyes. One of the most important things of, important things of our fire baptism is our eye sockets and in burning our eyeballs up with the river of fire. and drink the fire of God. Let the mouths of our eyes drink fresh fire from God the Father right now every increase of glory comes by an increase of fire Without fire there is no glory. Remember the flashing sword of fire is how you enter the garden of glory. It's not keeping you out. It's trying to keep you in. That sword is called the word of God. And the lion of the tribe of Judah has already opened up that sword for it to be opened up into your heart. Now you have the ability to receive that sword and not die, but live. Learning how to live in the fire and glory. What's the verse? I myself will be a wall of fire around you, declares the Lord. And the glory within you. Man, I'm getting so sunk. I feel it like a sheet coming down upon the brain. Thank you, Father. Oh, like waves coming over the brain. He's doing the mighty work in our minds tonight. I bless your works, Father. That food on that sheet and then the sheet came down upon him in waves of glory what is that sheet represent unknown revelation food for your spirit uh, Peter don't call unclean what I've called clean like totally have. it's gonna take freedom and bizarre revelation and experimental teaching from the glory realm, from the Garden of Eden, stuff that makes angels grow three heads, six wings, cloven hooves, (laughs) angelic impartation, angelic parts added unto you, stuff that seems bad that is actually glad, just making demons sad sheets coming down, feasting for you to eat. Do not call clean what God, or unclean what God has called clean. Feasting on new revelations, sheet after sheet of glory down upon your head every day. That is the marriage supper of the Lamb. Did you eat your daily sheet? I didn't even know there was a sheet. It's the sheet of ecstasy. Which is the sheet of the glory of God. How did Peter live in ecstasy? Experience ecstasy by the sheet of unclean food. Confronting his religious brain. And so will you.
1: Ecstasy is simply the burning away of the fallen angel pride still in our
0: souls by eating our daily sheet. There's a sheet from heaven every day And it begins to clothe you. It becomes your daily clothing. I don't live off of just daily bread. I live off of a daily sheet. Bread is not enough. Bread is not enough. Man does not live on bread alone, but on sheets of shrimps and crustaceans. sheets of sushi's and somebody's going to get it today and somebody's going to start living off of sheets of revelations and going to really start building people up with the clothing of the wedding garments the glory of God through revelation beyond religion Here's the revelation in the sheet just tonight. Beyond traditional worship music, my God, somebody get it! I pulled down a sheet of encountering God in unknown ways. People are in prayer and come, you know, with expectation, and God just pulls a sheet on your head. Listen, buddy, we're switching it up in here so your brain can't figure it out, but your spirit gets built up. You want to keep your brain spinning like a top in Elijah's whirlwind. Elijah's sheet of whirling angelic wind. And what's in the center? The fire of your spirit. Whirlwinds of fire. Prophetic people that live in a whirlwind of angelic fire. And at the center of the fire is you seated on the throne of God. That's normal sonship. That's the standard overcomers seated on the throne blessed is he who overcomes what all those things you call unclean that God is making clean the knowledge of good and evil the knowledge of right and wrong you're overcoming the curse of the fall by the sheet of God the Father's glorious freedom coming down upon your brain And you're like, yes, I will eat it. I don't understand it, but I will go up in the sheet into heaven and know God. Experience God in unknown, brand new ways. The river of life is living in constant newness because it's ever-moving, ever-changing living waters. Don't go on to the bank, stay in the newness, constant freshness. Behold, I make all things new constantly, and the temptation of the evil one is to wrap your head around it and die. There's not one revelation from God for your brain, not a single one. Head knowledge must become heart experience. With the cross of Christ crucified, go through your brain and knock everything you know into the place of glow. The spirit right here in your belly. Knock your brain right into your belly. That's called turning the water into wine. Head knowledge puffs up in pride but the spirit gives life. We want to be a life-giving spirit like the second Adam. Zero brain, zero, 100% spirit, 100, all the time. It's called living in the river of life. So why did God give me a brain? To be a superconductor of submission to the Spirit, to be controlled by the Spirit is peace with God. Romans 8. What is controlled by the Spirit? Brain underwater, David's smooth stones. Brain out of water, jagged, rigid stones. Wow. In agreement with God, submitted to the Holy Spirit, river of life, underwater, constantly in newness wash us around in the water wherever you want to place us we don't come with opinions we don't come with doctrines and theologies that limit the river we come as superconductors of whatever the river wants to do every day so we can be actually used by god in a new way those are the only people in the headwaters. Those are the only people in throne room glory. Amen. Fire. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Praise God. More fire. Fire, fire, and more fire. See, there's enough living water here, but the fire burns up the stuff that's outside of the river. That's the best thing that could ever have in your life. Incineration. Everything that's outside of God in your spirit In your soul in your mind and in your bones be incinerated and as it burns the living water will spring up in your heart and fill and completely marinate saturate and anchor all the spirit soul mind and flesh into the living water but it's through fire that you enter the glory or the water the water is the glory revelation 22 what's the throne of God the source of living water how do you get there fire to fire fire to fire and more fire purified seven times which means until you're perfected in throne room glory fire is judgment towards every unclean thing in our spirit in our soul, in our mind, in our eyes, in our ears, and in our flesh. I make my ministers, my representatives, flames of fire. So there's no inaccuracy in my representatives, my ambassadors, that they would accurately bring my glory into the nations by refiners, fire, and launderers soap. Soap and fire. Increase the soap. Increase the fire for a greater glory. You'll never have a greater glory without soap and fire. Angelic soap. Scrubby bubbles. Scrubby bubbles on your brain cells. Scrubby bubbles on your heart. Scrubby bubbles in your belly. Amen. Soap, soap, soap. Foam, suds, bath water of the Garden of Eden. Wash everything in everybody. I honestly didn't see how we get to the soap. But this afternoon the father says I'm releasing the soap, the launderer soap of Malachi. <laughs> And it's the refiner's fire. Why? Because he's taking your souls into greater glory. A greater glory is a greater cleansing. Even prophesying in the natural. Prophesying about a natural cleansing. Didn't even know we were doing that. But God is prophesying a supernatural soap bucket and scrub brush in every area of the interior castle, all the floors, all the ceilings, all the walls, getting scrubbed by the Launderer's Soap of Jesus Christ. And you can take your rubber ducky with you. Bath time with dad, hallelujah. and lots of bubbles. It's so fun, these words are creative. Open your hearts and let those bath suds come in. You ever heard of bath bombs? It's these soapy objects that they sculpt to look like, you know, circular objects, or some of them are like hockey pucks and you throw them in the water, and sud start squirting out everywhere. They call them bath bombs. Every word that we speak to you is a bath bomb into the water of your spirit. Receive the bath bombs of Jesus, and then let them go into the rooms of your interior castle. It'll clean out every single room, thousands of rooms inside your soul with the bath bombs of Jesus Christ. Bath Bomb Ministries, Amen. Bam, let the angels of the bath bombs be loose.
1: I'm so glad we got into the soap.
0: Soap is a major, major deal. Wow, it's soap day.
1: Expiration thing, thing,
0: thing, thing. I just saw a vision when I was in college. They had a soap machine, a bubble machine, and some techno party. And the bubbles went over my head, and then I know the Lord was prophesying He's gonna scrub every room of my soul. Thank you, Father, for the launderer's soap, a full baptism of soap today. And scrub, brush, angels. Scrub our memories. Scrub our minutes, our seconds, our days, our weeks, our years. Scrub every month of our lives in the soap of Jesus. What is his blood working in you, the wonder-working blood? Soap and fire! What takes away the memory of darkness? Every wicked act you've ever committed or has been committed against you? Soap and fire! Forgiveness! Healing! And cleansing! Remember that threat when you were bad? Gonna make you eat a bar of soap. I want to eat a bar of soap. It's better than the finest chocolate when you eat Father God's soap. How dare you threaten me with a good time. I'll eat soap breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't care. Soap bar is the new chocolate. Now, in the spirit, in the spirit. No, don't go be taking that literally and dr- drinking, you know, cascade dishwasher soap or something. This ain't the Tide Pod Challenge. But it is in the spirit. Amen. See, all that stuff is so prophetic. Eating a bar of soap. Kids eating Tide Pods. Last year, that was a big deal. What were they? Pro- it was prophecy. Perfect prophecy. All of it's prophesying. Prophesying the launderer's soap of Malachi, which is the coming of the Lord. Listen, he's coming through us before he comes to us. And we're here to wash everything. This river is a washing machine. Wild. I love how the spirit turns all of my daily encounters into teaching every night from experience. I was seeing the washing machine and the and the soap this afternoon and we got into the washing machine now. Now we're being washed. And you can check the stain on the washing machine. Turn it to heavy. Heavy, heavy duty. Wash, 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 wash Every demon coming up. Oh, they hate soap. They can only live in the unclean places, people. Oh my goodness. Spin cycle. Here we come. The glory washing machine. One of my favorite things in the whole world. Way before we get into the dryer, we might hang dry, amen. With the wind of the angels and the light of the sun. I don't know, it's different for everyone. And what's wonderful about this is there's a wash and dry daily of your garments your garments royal priesthood are new every morning don't even bring yesterday in today that's illegal i forbid anything of yesterday to be brought in today we wash your spiritual garments head to toes bam with white garments you know what you get the perfect future into the now Same garments, anything of your past, does not manifest your future from God. That's why everyone in the marriage supper has white garments or is simply forgiven by the Holy Ghost washing machine. <laughs> what kind of soap are we using today, Lord? something prophetic, something crazy. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw bobby pin needles. Oh, here we go. And I saw swords. Wow. You can't watch. God can do anything he wants. The sword of the spirit, the word of God and your glory washing machine pierced for our transgressions. Wow. You're getting pierced for your transgressions. Oh, he took it all for me. Yeah, he did. Now come into the glory experience of it. And the piercing won't feel bad. It'll be pierced with glory, pierced with love, and his sword will pass through your soul millions of times in all directions in all the dimensions of your being and nothing will belong to the enemy anymore. And the pin needles will pin you to Christ. Wow, and were you pinned? There you glow. So just see yourself right now in a washing machine about 10 times the size of your body, like a garment in an actual washing machine, full of pins full of swords, piercing through all your soul, all your heart, all your flesh, all your bones. Ow, ow, oh, ah. He's gonna turn your ow into wow. I thought it would be painful. It turns out it's the glorification of your entire being. Woo! Wash with the sword of the Lord, heavy duty stain remover. And it, it's just like, let it come out there. Holy! Ever get brainwashed? How many of y'all know every person in the world is brainwashed? Their brains been washed in whatever words they grew up in. There is not one man, woman, or child on the planet that is not brainwashed. Some might be brainwashed in the river and have the river wash in their brains. Most don't. Both have snakes. And so we come out of the brainwash of the world into the brainwash of the river. (laughs) 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 Brainwash is actually entering the washer of glory. The changing of the mind.
1: Only real Christians
0: embrace Metamorphosis, the Lord's Washer, Heavenly Father's Brainwasher. And it says that His garments were whiter than anyone could ever bleach them. You think Jesus was in God the Father's Washer? What do you think his ministry was throughout Israel? Launderer's soap? What do you think our ministry of the glory of God is to all brains in the earth? Soap and bath bombs forever. That's never gonna stop. I wash you constantly. and when you begin to walk in clean garments he will upgrade your garments glory to glory is different garments new garments the linen grows and the linen glows by the washing of the soap and the fire in your mind And an apostolic covering is the linen of the saint covering flesh. Your spiritual clothing has always covered everyone around you. In the demonic and now the angelic. Change the sheet. Change the clothing. Wash all garments in Jesus' name. You down.
1: Wow, the fire
0: You're only growing in being and being washing
1: machines
0: You can always tell fall. someone's actual spiritual maturity By their level and of their spin cycle
1: the
0: Man, your ministry gets the stains out guaranteed hot
1: bleach
0: is extra soap. you want to test the durability of the garment can God damage you God can damage Satan (laughs) why do you think he turns it up gradually to not kill you no one can handle the fullness of God's glory physically until they gradually rise from the dead in an ever-increasing soap and spin cycle and power and your garments change. Your head garments change. Eventually, the bride will wear the same garments As her king and husband, his name is God. Can man ever become God? That's what Christianity is. It's called godliness. What's your measure of divinity? The measure you've allowed him to brainwash you in his launderer's soap. I'm not talking about brainwashed outside the river. I'm talking washed in the water of the word programmed by original design of your Father in Heaven. tumbler of the Father. You see what a rock tumbler is? Guess who you're being tumbled against to slew the stone of your brain? Every saint in the glory, constantly. When you enter the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of heaven comes in you, Luke 17, 21, every single soul That's been glorified Righteous men made perfect Begins to tumble Upon your soul
1: Do
0: people come out of God's washer? Yeah, we all do Like a thousand times The issue is Refiners fire and launderers soap Is your promised land Transforming the brain In a tumbler Against the brains of Jesus The mind of Christ Is what transfigures your bones <laughs>
1: Come save me,
0: baby. Does the Bible not tell you that? Romans 12, 2 That you're transfigured by the renewing of your brain Mind, Greek word, brain The flesh of your brain Come With a new brainwash so the religion that tempts you people every day to come out of the brainwash of the glory into the brainwash of witchcraft is why most people say no to God and stop growing. They get some real educated, you know, wise man who's only wise in his own eyes. It's not the wisdom of the father, the wisdom of the ages. Some Bible scholar, some false teacher that's got a doctorate in divinity, some false prophet with lying signs and wonders comes around. It says, No, don't go into the Father's brainwash. I'll be your Father. Be brainwashed by me. And they get into something called sound doctrine. They get really good theology, and they never grow into the glory ever again. That's the main temptation after you're born again, is to become a perfect Christian as Satan is. Satan's the perfect Christian. Jesus called the Pharisees perfect Jews outwardly. Whitewash. Whitewash means you're perfect externally. But they did nothing for the spirit. Their spirit was Satan himself. Is that not 99% of Christianity in the world right now? You'd be a liar to say otherwise. Throw your brain into the spirit and get
1: washed.
0: As all the jagged edges of the soul, the strongholds of your mind, get tumbled and come down and fall, you become the smooth stones. What are smooth stones? Apostles, prophets, teachers, evangelists, and pastors, in whose pouch the Lord Jesus. The only ministry is those who've been tumbled in the living water with their brains. All other ministry is illegitimate and will be destroyed by those who've been tumbled. Entirely. And why are we like drunken men, Jeremiah 23, because of the bad leaders? You read the chapter, in context, he had to turn up the anointing so strong in Jeremiah that he got drunk. <laughs> because the synagogue's full of false teachers, I'm going to turn up the anointing so strong in you, Jeremiah 23:9 that you're going to be like a drunken man like one who's had too much wine to drink of the Word of God. Tumbled, exploded with power as a divine washing machine upon Israel, upon America, upon the nations, and give double to the Christians in Jesus' name. He's gonna improve the sensitivity of your heart, which will magnify your gifts beyond comprehension. Right here, in the flesh of your heart. People say the brain is the conductor from the spirit to the natural. That's not true. The heart is heart first, brain second. So if you want to conduct what God's giving you and the gifts of God are irrevocable placed upon the head the brain to magnify and amplify all the gifts that God has given to men requires the fire or the washing of the heart the flesh of the heart is the intermediary between the spirit world and the physical brain world not the brain the heart Did our hearts not burn within us as the Messiah brought heaven through our hearts so that we could accurately bring heaven to earth, walking with him along the way. Not one mention of the brain burning, the heart burning. The brain's automatic. The brain actually exposes what's burning in the heart and you could burn with lust in your heart. You could burn with greed in your heart. You can burn with witchcraft and zeal for religion in your heart. They're fasting 21 days to kill the Apostle Paul. Their hearts were burning on fire with Satan and the strange fire of hell. Let our hearts burn with the Holy of
1: Holies!
0: And the Holy of Holies is coming to get ya! Woo! Whoa. Amen. And interact with for others right now. If you're on the mountain burning with me, put this inside the Father's throne in you. And you want to participate in an outward broadcast of the glory? Go into the Spirit with me and magnify these words outwardly. And they'll become an amplification and a magnification of this interactive media. See, once you're on the mountain, that's the complete and perfect selflessness of Moses and Elijah and Christ in the Father's glory cloud. At that place, you begin to take care of others perfectly. On the sides of the mountain and the bottom of the mountain, you're only taking care of yourself. You're doing almost nothing for others. On the top of the mountain, you begin to take care, or government of God, others. What does governing mean? To take care of, of the increase of His government, or taking care of others from the top of Mount Zion. There shall be no decrease, only ever-increasing government. Ever-increasing taking care of others beyond our brains takes a smooth stone to get past self the jagged stuff that resists the rock tumbler is actually the blockage of the curse of the fall still in those who haven't been washed smooth in the brain so upon every brain at the sound of my voice the Lord Jesus is washer Is such a glory release. It, it makes my whole mind squint in the release of light and power. I love it. Because as the word comes out, the power follows the word out of your belly. Close the word, and in the word comes the spiritual power. The light and the water coexist inside the container of the word spoken by you and I. when you speak a word, it's like, bam, you feel the water and the light coming in the container of the word, and I send forth my word and heal them and deliver them from the grave. in the spirit right now you're encountering joel's bar from when you came out of the seventh heaven if it seems familiar it's because you came from this place that I'm speaking the words to you now and you're encountering your home. You're a spirit from the seventh heaven. Who are you and where are you from? The word shows you your home world. None of you are Americans. That's total deception. You're all heavenly creatures, you're spirits that I'm came out of seven, the 7th heaven. the Wu-Tang Clan, <laughs> come on. <laughs> all right, that's funny. <laughs> Killer bees. Hey man, who are you, where are you from? Hey man. You're a spirit from the seventh heaven. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Do we identify still with our earthly nature? To what percentage are you a natural man? Zero. <laughs> Zero. See, you understand that there was no Jews before Abraham, that Abraham... Is the first Jew there was no nation he created a nation out of the glory burning through the flesh of Abraham and Abraham was the first Jew by the radiation of the Holy Spirit that burnt up his flesh do you realize you are being made a holy nation by the same exact radiation that made Abraham a Jew called the glory of God So clearly you are only Jews or Christians, New Covenant divine people of the holy nation of New Jerusalem, of the city New Jerusalem, by the same exact radiation of God's sevenfold Holy Spirit. And that can be your only identity. And that will reveal when you get to that basic understanding of sonship right there that I just taught you, that will reveal then... The 12 tribes, and you can say, oh, I'm this tribe. You're, that, you're all 12. The sons of God have all 12 stones upon their breastplate. Yeah, you might have started out in Judah like me and with me, but you end with every single tribe, every single stone, all 12, divine government or a citizen of New Jerusalem, the true garments of the Lamb, is wearing the high priest ephod. Anyone that doesn't have the high priest ephod on with all 12 stones glowing doesn't have marriage clothing on yet is not a son of God. And God is progressing that work, writing it upon your heart with every progressive revelation. Amen. So at the bottom of the mountain you can see like whoa look at all these different tribes and it's true at the top of the mountain there's only one and on the top of the mountain is the city new jerusalem in the marriage supper of the lamb where the 12 are written on your heart and become one the 12 become one the final revelation of all divinity and government upon your heart. So, you know, you get a stone when you're born again. The stone the builders rejected has become... The foundation stone in all your spiritual building. And it's placed like a precious stone called wisdom, more precious than diamonds, rubies, and emeralds. It's placed right in your belly. and That's what keeps your spirit alive, the stone of Jesus Christ, the firstborn or the first stone of God's building of his last day temple, which is a water temple. And from the stone waters poured out, it is written. So you have that stone of Christ in you now through progressive revelation you're filling your spiritual stomach your spirit man with stones or truths from god the father and it's filling up your treasure house storing up treasures in heaven what is that growing in revelation light in your inner man so that you value your eternal inner man and not your external fading outer man which is foolishness and madness so it's all about your spirit because god is spirit and you're created in god's image aren't you which means getting your spirit back to the same stature or power or measure and density of light that makes god 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 in hebrews 1 is called the light being not a new age concept not occult not fallen angel teaching Scripture, Hebrews 1, if you study it in the Greek, which is in the Amplified Classic, it says, Jesus Christ is the outbraying brilliance of the light being. And you have Jesus Christ in you as the first stone of the spiritual building of your eternal spirit, man. If you keep feasting on the sheet that comes down from heaven, you fill your spirit with living stones and the temple of the Holy Spirit. Is built around your spirit which is built by stones and the stones become the very ephod of the high priest on your heart and become the clothing of the marriage supper of the lamb meaning highly highly revelatory people built up in prophecy into the fullness of the promised land on the top of the mountain no longer 12 tribes one throne of overcomers in Jesus' mighty name. Let that explode within you, through your entire heart. And these stones will bubble up in the river. You have the river already in your innermost being. They come up right out of your spirit. Into the heart (laughs) so it's time for stony hearts (laughs) or a treasured ephod a breastplate of righteousness not the stones of Satan which were lies jagged strongholds of the mind but the stone of Jesus Christ that grows up from pebble to mountain Daniel four, this pebble becomes a mountain in you individually that's your personal spiritual growth and the measure the pebble of Zion the stone that saved you the stone you build upon unless you build upon the solid rock you labor in vain what stone is that Jesus's brain is a stone a white stone that it physically and literally is inside your spirit. That when your spirit flies away, you're 21 grams, it's because that stone saved you, and that stone will fall upon everyone and crush it into powder. So that all building during the kingdom age is by the chief and corner stones of all building spiritually and naturally. But we want to go ahead into the future and have that perfect building now. Amen. Thank you, Father. Remove all the sand. What's sand? The selfish nature building. You would do yourself such a work if you would allow the fire of God to burn the wood, hay, and stubble now and not later. It'll be horrifying later. It'll actually be a little painful now, but it'll be wonderful now rather than later those that resist the fire testing their works will suffer total loss in the future. Every ministry, all Christianity, everyone that does strange fire, which is honestly the majority of Christian works in the world right now, the vast majority, more than that, but I don't like to exaggerate, and everything that comes out of the rock that is water of true spiritual building, unless the Lord builds the house, the laborers labor in vain. There'll be no strange fire in Christianity. You've never seen that before? You don't know what it looks like. A glimpse into that glory of Solomon's kingdom when all the people of Israel didn't even use silver anymore. They all used gold. It wasn't just Solomon, it was every Israelite, every house filled with gold. All the currency was gold. They had used silver in David's day, they used gold in Solomon's day for economic buying power. That is a pure prophetic word and prophecy for every single one of you for the kingdom increase as you let everything in your heart, soul, mind, and flesh and natural realm burn in the glory of God. Amen. Upgrades only come with fire and fire tests everything and burns everything that can burn so the decrease is actual increase. and your mind gets renewed to the discipline of what seems like in the natural decrease but is in the supernatural spiritual glory increase through fire cuz you lose something in fire don't you dross worldliness lust pride you're going to lose all of it so you're going to lose a tremendous amount and that's what you initially experience that's why there's so little refiners fire in most disciples lives it's practically unknown but when you get into it it's loss after loss and it's like man who can walk this course those who like gold understand the process of refinement gold representing god the father himself being formed in you Everything that's not God the Father in you burns. So when you meet someone like a normal Christian, you can say, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. That shouldn't be just Jesus. He's the firstborn amongst many. What is an ambassador? I mean, what is an ambassador? That you completely and perfectly represent the kingdom that you're sent from. How can you do that unless you are the outreign brilliance of the light being and everything in you that's not God has burned that's what we're going. Do you know, as you grow on Mount Zion and rise in Mount Zion, all of that in you, in your heart especially, and that spirit, that pebble grows up right here, and the roots grow more and drink more living water, and the mountain rises through the flesh of your heart, and Zion rises in you, and that Zion mountain or Zion elevator can take up whole cities into the heavens. And it's actually taken Minneapolis up into the heavens. Oh, statistics don't say that. What does the refiner's fire do? Brings out the dross. Brings out the demons. What happens when demons come out? They burn buildings down, chaos, plunder, crime, all of that. Does that not come out of all hearts and come out of all the bowels of hell, all the bowels of the earth? and so if that happened in a city wouldn't that come out of the city and manifest in the natural realm what existed in the roots of the spiritual realm of any city that's being raised from the dead the dead have to come out come out of her my people like we're talking about the birthing of the damned and the dead in the seven dungeons of the underworld of the seven mountains being birthed out as underneath like a thief in the night the fire of God rises in the dungeons of hell through the bowels and the bellies Of the nation's hearts and if it happens here it's gonna happen there and it's gonna happen everywhere amen revival is the mountain rising or birthing in the nation's bellies and it confronts everything hidden in the underworld constantly thank you father for your river teaching us deep mysteries tonight. solid meat for the mature let us be built up with stone upon stone of truth in our treasure house of our spiritual stomach for an ever-increasing fire burning on the ephod of our breastplate of righteousness. Listen, there is one high priest and you are one with him. Meaning what he's wearing, he's trying to be sharing with you right now. If Jesus has it, all the works of the spirit are to give it to you. What is God doing? God is trying to impart himself and his kingdom into you and your natural realm constantly through revelation words who can eat them the sheet amen wonderful stuff tonight you guys thank you holy bless you guys thanks for feasting on the sheet today there'll be another sheet tomorrow we'll be feasting on the sheet all night long it's a celebration you know he's on the rooftop so he's on the top of whatever system that was that day and we're gonna go from rooftop to rooftop Isaiah 61 and you will eat the inheritance of Jacob as you fly and walk and climb along the mountaintops mountaintop to mountaintop learning the real christianity that jesus walked in not the low places the high places and eating the inheritance of jacob and treading upon the high places of the earth the seven mountains are your footstool are under your feet in every seven-headed beasts and every whore of Babylon and everyone who's worldly and ungodly is all underneath you. Don't even waste your time with any of that. Just walk on top of their flesh. Walk on mountains by the sheet of the feast that God the Father prepares for you every single day. That's your peg in the high place. That's your party in the high place over everyone. They don't have to be in agreement doesn't matter everyone that's overcome is one on the top of the mountain and you will know them by their fruits the overcomers fruit revelation 2 and 3 is exclusive to those who live in throne room glory and that's the promised land for every true son who reaches maturity look for those overcomers gifts in action and those are the rulers of the world And where you sow, there you grow. You want to lay down your offering right at their feet. Because your heart will be attached to that company that lives on the mountaintop. If you lived in Peter, James, and John's day, wouldn't you tithe to Peter, James, and John for the building of the kingdom of heaven and the whole world? And thousands did in obedience and were blessed. So it is today today. With the greatest apostles of all time, I have saved the best apostles for last, says the Father. What's the best wine? The best spirits. Your spirit is the wine he's saved for last. He has saved the best spirits for last. He has saved the best wine for last. He has saved the best prophets for last. Are you saying you're a better prophet than Jeremiah? No, God said it. God said it. It's not about me or you, it's about what God says. He has saved the best prophets, the best apostles. For last and if they're not obeying the best prophets and apostles they have no inheritance in the kingdom of heaven if they're not supporting the prophets and apostles they are not even Christians at all they're false brethren of the synagogue of Satan of the church of Satan and their God is Jezebel and not Jesus Christ and that's true it's true and that will all be revealed by the true church of the firstborn in heaven in the apostolic sheet or covering of the high priest's garment, with the glowing stones from our hearts and God the Father confirming it to every doubter and unbeliever with signs, miracles, and wonders following. Amen. Bam! Bless your offerings.